This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome to the episode. It's your host, Peter Kim. And I am Unji Kim. And welcome to the Ajma Show. We're trying things a little different at starting episode 222. Can you believe? 222 on a 22. This is auspicious. This is auspicious. <laughs> right? This is okay, a, we gotta, there's a vibey. This is a vibey episode. We got to get, you know, someone's got to get some lotto tickets. We got to. Yeah. Some stuff I love how you went straight to lotto and that's, <laughs> that's your pain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly, I was thinking about like um, going to a store or, or a bodega because I, I, uh, there are any, there aren't stores anymore. What are like, stores? Like a store that sells, like I'm talking about a capital like a, S store. What you mean, like, like ye old general store? Yeah, like a fucking bodega. bodega like, cat? You, no. Yeah, you can get some milk, no, you can get some eggs, no you can get a, a sponge, okay, and then a gift. you could get that at Ralph's, you could get that at yeah. fucking, what's this, Jewel, Osco? These See, bitches these are have all, taken over. But that's the thing, those are all brand names. Yeah. There's no, There's no store. Stores. How could you have There's a store? There's no place. There's no, There's no how, you can't pay the rent. With that. But I'm just saying, like that, that's what I mean. It's like there used to be places where you just go to a fucking place, and like this is the thing. This is the reason why New York sometimes is like the best is because you can go to a bodega <laughs> just depending on the neighborhood. Like the, the yeah. motherfucker will just get stuff that the people in the neighborhood want. Right. Like it, that's how you get like vegan fucking you know uh, empanadas. Riso. Yeah, or whatever. Like because yeah. like, the people want it, and the guy's like whatever. Uh-huh. Like that's it's in like a coconut that, that's husk. Like, but that's a community. That's yeah. not a corporation. No, that's a no. community. No. And you know what's you know what says community to me? Amazon Fresh. That's what <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> Subscribe for ten percent off Amazon. <laughs> Amazon Fresh that's is like, probably the most soulless thing I've ever shopped at, but it was so convenient that I was I hated myself shopping there. I they I have mean, it, carts with it's crazy. have you seen one? Yes. Oh, are they in Chicago too? Yes. Oh, they must be everywhere now. Oh my god! The only one I know of is in North Hollywood. It was right around the block from my house. The produce looks sad. It's not produce. Like the, even the produce. Is, you know the, what it looks even like? Even the produce is like this is wrong. <laughs> I'm out of here. They, I'm out of uh, here. I, this is not right. No. Like I <laughs> the lighting is ugly. It's top down. There is. It looks like they're like jailed there. You know what I mean? They're like yes. taking prisoner. They're not. This is ice. Not produce. Yes. Yeah. It's, they're in ice detention. It's hostages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, yeah, like it looks it crazy. It looks bad. And they um but the thing is they have these shopping carts that roll real nice and you just have to Peter. you just sign in and then it just boop 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 just puts everything it's just the convenience is so seductive. It's so grub yes. tonight. I'm you know, like I ordered seventy dollars worth of food. Twenty five dollars of it was charges. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm for the convenience, I'm paying a third more, like 30% like search and yeah, that's uh, I think of it as I'm here to participate and and generate help generate the gig economy. Sure. For sure. More of it should probably go to the driver, but yeah. 
Yeah, and then I do the additional tip. You know, do you want to leave course. a thing? You know, like you got to fucking do of it. Of course. And it sucks that pan- like we have to fucking take care of our own. I mean, it doesn't. We sh- we ought to be, but through a fucking nameless whatever corporation, Uber eats, you know, whatever the fuck, bird scooter ass. Like everything is just like ugh. It's just the the seductive nature of the convenience of capitalism. I want, I need to somehow break out of that. I mean, it turns out that religion is not the opiate of the masses. It's <laughs> convenience. Convenience, yeah. I mean, truly, like it really it, when we talk about it, it's like one of those things where like, yeah, it's kind of inconvenient to like have to deal with the personality of another human being. It's kind of inconvenient to have to like do a couple extra steps. It's kind of inconvenient yeah. to like take off your, but this is the reason why you know immigrant motherfuckers. Because Immigrant people will just leave a house uh-huh. in their house clothes full on. Full on. Like, all Treating the time. Him. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just like leave the house. All, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like that, that that sort of like preoccupation with this stuff. And it's like when you live in a really urban center, people are more willing to kind of tolerate that stuff. Oh, I saw a guy in fully in a bathrobe the other day, Korean guy with socks and sandals, those like peekaboo sandals that all the Koreans wear. I know what you're talking about. And I was like, live your fucking life. <laughs> I feel you. I honestly understand where you are and I'm I'm here to fucking glorify that. I'm cool. I don't need you to look you are so comfortable mm-hmm. that you are walking the streets in your silipa. Yes. You know what I mean? Your house. I mean slippers. truly like Straight from the slip. I mean, I will say this, like one of the, the only, I think maybe the only good thing about the pandemic is that like, it has really rid me of my like judginess. Like I have really, really turned it. I have really turned a page with regards to that. Like I, I'm just out here being like, like, yeah, I don't like live your truth. No, do that. Like whatever. Like that's very much my vibe now. And it's like, it's kind of, Nuts! I don't like it. To, I'm not. I don't time. like it either. I wish I, I want to judge. I should be judging. <laughs> yeah. I, there's so many instances where I'd be like, no, 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 honey. And then yeah. I'm like, no, 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 honey, no. <laughs> this is what this is what it looks like now, post pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. what it looks like. People are out here. They're wearing training. They're wearing slippa out yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, I've never like, judged because I've always been part of that clan, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> you have I've always, always been a part of that. I've always been, uh, drape me in something. I want, it, I want there to be elastic. I don't like discomfort. <laughs> I don't like to same, work. Same, same, same. I, yeah, same, I, same. I, like, I like convenience. And that's why, like, it's hard for me. It's <laughs> I'm trying to balance it. But you know what? We are doing our best. Everyone, we're say it again. Doing we our best. We are doing our best. <laughs> Speaking of doing our best, let's get to our kick-ass Koreans. Kia! Well, it's been a busy week. It, it has. has been a busy, busy week. It really has. I got to start it off. Okay. I got to start it okay. off. do it. With my kick-ass Koreans. It's the obvious choice, obviously, but it's so... It really made my heart swell as an as a Korean American actor who lives in LA and watching um, the SAG uh, uh, awards clips and watching Lee Jung Jae and Ho Jung completely dominate 
in the acting category for drama series Dominate. and have taken lead Dominate. actor in both. Congratulations. Let's just fucking give it up. Like how how absolutely devastating <laughs> for everyone on Succession <laughs> cuz you you all did a great season. This season it was Succession a, was Chef's kiss. Gorgeous. Chef's kiss. High elegance writing. Truly. The directing, the push-ins, the the uh, Roman, the Roman of it all, the whole thing. It just was titillating. And let me tell you, it did nothing compared to what Lee Jung-jae and Ho Young-jung did in Squid Game. In Ojingo game. Ojingo game. Is that is that what it is in Korean? Here's the thing. Ojingo game. Ojingo game. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um. And you thought I just translated yeah. that for the first time? <laughs> like, like how rude. Um. No. What they did in Ojingo, and you know what's the craziest part of it all, and this is why they are my kick-ass Koreans. Not just because they won this award. That's a served look. Seg awards tend served to be actually like cool because like. I mean, incredible. She look. I I wish she would eat eat a little bit of dog she or something. Really thin. Like she put looks something really in thin. you. Like you looked really. And this is just an yeah. ajuma stance. And f- no. I'm not judging. I'm observing Tuk-tuk. and Tuk-tuk-ki. reporting Tuk-tuk-ki. on how Tuk. Tuk. some kind of like Tuk. a lot of rice. I want I want you yeah. to touch a little bit, just Yakan. a little bit. You know, like yeah, uh, like Lee looked flawless. Oppa, oh my god, Lee Jungjae. What did she get? From what did she get to hear? What a fucking beautiful <laughs> journey you <laughs> had <laughs> in my <laughs> life, Lee Jungjae. Oh, damn, you're so And um, the whole crew. They showed up. Know, they it, showed, it up. They showed up and they turned out. Yeah, it showed up, and it, it was so. It was just so beautiful to watch and them be excited for it. But oh, what I was getting to was what Ho Yeon Jung did and Lee Jung Jae did in Ojingo Game. Guess what? what? That's like in Korean television. People, they they're all delivering like that. Of course. Let me tell you, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away no. from their performances, but. In if you watch Korea like Korean prestige, TV or Korean, Korean yeah, prestige yeah. Korean shit, the acting is fucking yes. incredible. Because these people know and love and honor Melo. <laughs> Melo drama. This they get they tap into a Han pain that is so beautifully translated on film. Right, the subtlety. Maja, maja, maja. It's gore. It's so gorgeous, and wow, the fact maja. that yeah, yeah, the maja, rest maja. of the world is yeah. picking up on it is beautiful. And this is coming from a. We are literally five years out from a time when people <laughs> in Variety and Deadline and like it was in the fucking news where like Asian faces mm. can't emote in the same way. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember that. <laughs> that was white yes. casting director. They just don't, it don't make sense to us. No. What's it's a, like, what? I don't understand what their doing. eyes like, are happening? doing. Them, Why are their eyes pointing that They just don't way? understand. 
I just don't understand. And it's like, this is, <laughs> this, this belies a level of like cinematic illiteracy, right? The people in charge just don't fucking know. Because no. if you watch any sort of international, like one car guy has been famous and fucking killing it for decades. Like it's like Hong Kong cinema. Decades. Hong Kong cinema is like important. <laughs> like, <coughs> you know, what's crazy though, because Hong Kong cinema was, it had a time. And people yeah, know it. They reference it. Like it's a thing, a staple of inside of like most. It's, it's pastiche yes. now. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what Korean cinema is becoming now, I think, is, I mean, think about it. Since, since Parasite, it has been nonstop wins for Korea. They can't believe how good we act. One they after the other. They can't believe it. Yeah. How good we act, how good we write, how good mm-hmm. we direct, emotes. <laughs> Point our eyes up, down, and around. <laughs> <laughs> sideways down ways like they just can't yeah. believe all this emotion yeah. coming out of these faces <laughs> i mean truly like it's like the conversation has pivoted so dramatically in such a short period of time there's yeah. whiplash like i think in this yeah. i think there are certainly people inside of the industry and inside of the culture that are like what the fuck is this but when yeah. they watch people- it's undeniable Unfucking deniable, and the SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, specifically because it's you know other yeah. actors giving the the awards, it feels yummy. It it's the yummiest one because it's yeah, yeah it is. It, it's less like oh, um, put up a bunch of for your consideration award, you know, yeah, money yeah. and blah blah, and the fact that like you don't. You, they didn't have to acknowledge. I mean, it was the biggest event of the fucking year. Exactly. As it, as it mm-hmm. always is, <laughs> you know, like, and it, it I don't know. It, it feels, I, I feel a little, uh, this is my trauma speaking, uneasy mm. about how good it's going. Yeah, that is just trauma speaking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, I think that's correct. Like, because things happen inside of culture and um, booms and busts because mm-hmm. specifically in America. Yes. And here's the thing. I also really, um, it that is true. Mm-hmm. And that is just how capitalism works. It's boom and bust. Yeah. Boom and bust. That's what it's predicated mm-hmm. on. The new, the next, the next innovation, progress, progress, more, more, um, better, shinier, taller, bigger, you know? So, like, I, I that's, that is the mechanism of it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wish, uh, you know what? I'm going to choose to sit in the, the joy of it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to choose that today. I'm not going to go straight to like, I, oh, when's this going to turn Ajima bad? that's today. That's Ajima today that's in a- 2022 versus 2016. For the 17 of you that understood that joke. And so, and and from there, 
we're going to come from a place of gratitude and abundance. And that's our kick-ass Korean for this week. Okay. So my kick-ass Korean is going to be a much more somber thing. I'm so sorry. But I do have to call him out. KW Lee. Okay. Um, my kick-ass Koreans oh. last week uh, were documentarian filmmakers mm-hmm. who kept referencing KW Lee. And then I looked him up and I was like obsessed. Gyeongwon uh, Yi. Yi Gyeongwon. Right? He is the first Korean-American journalist who is also an activist okay so this bitch was born in 1928 in north korea wow so he started like a student democratization uh movement at as a student at korea university in Seoul, right like fancy fancy as most people from north korea were right they came with a bunch of money and correct and then that was my grandma. Uh, most of the people from the north are like fancy. They were like the educated ones, <laughs> and and so in fifty yeah. he immigrated to the states on a student visa, mm-hmm. studied journalism at West University, West Virginia University. Can't imagine what that was like. I bet he fit <laughs> in. <laughs> I bet it was very easy for him. No problems. Easy peasy. <laughs> 1950 okay so this is Uh right after this is five years after japan has begrudgingly Mm -hmm. um offered up surrender okay so yes um later he receives a master's degree from u of i in 55 becomes the first asian immigrant hired by a mainstream daily when he reports for the Kingsport News and News in Tennessee in West Virginia. Okay, so he becomes a good true activist. He moves out west. He becomes a true advocate inside of the uh, Chorsuini movement, like about Mm -hmm. the lack of political voice and community organization around Korean Americans, Asian Americans. He's like at the center as like, He's like an older dude, young person at the moment where, quote unquote, yellow power is happening in the 60s and 70s. He's like there. So he's kind of like, is he like a Jesse Jackson figure or like more of a Malcolm X figure? No, he's truly a journalist and an activist. Like, why are, Mm. why cannot, why can we not coalesce around this thing? And so this doesn't happen until the 80s. He's just working as a dude. Wow. And then the story comes up and he feels compelled inside of that moment. So in 79, right? So he finds, he founded Koreatown Weekly, the first national English language Korean American publication. We know Koreatown. Wow. We know this. In order to start to advocate for Chosuni, right? Wow. And... Wait, yes, yes. I, you know Koreatown Weekly. Was this in yes. California? You know yes, this. Yes. I know this. What? I I feel like this has been... Yeah, this is really reminiscent of a, um, a kick-ass Korean we did a long time ago. But, um, yes, I do remember this Koreatown Weekly being a did thing. Did we already do this, Koreatown? Did we do, do him already? KW yeah. Lee? 
I think he might have been like two thousand in two thousand seventeen. <laughs> but I love that we're learning again because I forgot. <laughs> so he established the English edition to the Korea Times in LA in nineteen ninety. Yes. Oh my god, we did do this. Yes, You're yes. right. I'm remembering this now. Yeah. But I love it. This is because this is right where my mom's um, world is. Is the Hangugilbo, um, Chungangilbo, Chosunilbo. She worked at all the Ilbos. <laughs> <laughs> no. They were the yes. daily newspapers, so, not so, weeklies. But, you know, so it's you that same world. Up, you should look you gotta up get the fucking this music. fucking Ajama podcast and find this kick ass Korean. <laughs> but his importance, his importance has like continued to resonate. Like, his he continues to be active he continues to be an activist and he continues to compel other korean americans to make and do good things and to be good journalists and to advocate like this is a person that has not ever let up right this is a, a person that has continued to recognize the importance of a voice and i only say this because of all the shit that's happening right now in the world, the Ukraine, in Russia. And so my, you know, like my husband is a Soviet Jew and his family very much identifies as Soviet Jews. Never talk about the fact that they are Russian. I mean, okay. it's like a big thing. Like I'm always like, but you're Russian. And my husband is always goes out of his way to talk about the fact that he is from Moscow. But he's ethnically Jewish. Correct. It's like the same way that like people right. from Chicago never say they're from Illinois. You know what I mean? It's like a way to like distinguish themselves. Like, yo, bitch, I watch MT. I, I watch HBO. Like, you know, like I like I. Yeah, yeah. I'm on you. Yeah, exactly. Season. Like this sort of shit. And so it's very bizarre because so the conversation, people have been asking me a lot about what's happening in the Ukraine and these. I was going to ask you actually in this podcast it, during our okay, second segment. I will just say this. Should we get okay, into let it? Let me just say this. Or let's hold it. Let me let's just hold say it. this. Let's That's, edge I them. will just say this. The only thing okay. that my husband and everyone I know, a Soviet Jew from what is a part of the former USSR, a country that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is that this is what this is what they always say. This is what happens when people don't speak up. Yeah. Hmm. And that's why KW Lee is my kick-ass Korean for this week. Kia! <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. I wanted to ask you about that. Is, is your husband and his family, how, how does he feel about the current administration in Russia? Or do they have any feelings? Or do they not talk? Um, they're smug. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. They're just like, we're not there anymore, and that's the reason why. I mean, they're Soviet. Oh. They're so-, so they 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 saw the they they're like our ancestors, where like they saw the writings on the wall, 
and they're like, let's GTFO. This stinks. Yes. I mean, just like just yeah. a little history lesson as Soviet Jews, right? They experienced incredible anti-Semitism, and they got to leave the former USSR as political refugees because it was so bad. And they had to renounce, like if you, um, and that's the thing, I don't know if people understand, like if you seek political asylum inside of America, you have to renounce your place of origin. So that was a part of it, right? So they no longer have passports. But furthermore, right. the country they were a part of, the USSR, no longer exists. Right. So that passport doesn't, doesn't work. work. So when we went back yeah. there, we had to get <laughs> visas, both of us, as wow. visitors. visitors. Okay. So that's a th- They expatriated. That's correct. And so, yeah. and, and okay. as a result of the virulent anti-Semitism that was in Russia, which is insane that right. now they're purporting that there's a pro-Nazi sentiment in the Ukraine. Now, what? there's a huge okay. part of the propaganda that's happening in Russia. Yeah. In Russia. Yeah, yeah. But they're Russia speaking. I mean, their propaganda machine is strong. Hundreds of years old. Maybe thousands. I don't know how far back Bolsheviks went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, like, there's no love for Russia in the home. Right. They speak Russian. Right. Okay. There's all this stuff, but there's no love for Russia. There's a reason why they. For the no, nation. There's a reason why they left. Okay. It's right. very okay. different. That's exactly how my mom is to Korea. Mine too. She looks at it as like... That's why my dad is like that. Yeah. My mom, who still yeah. has family there, very yeah. different relationship. And she feels weird when I, like, seek a connection to it. She doesn't, like, really... Res- I don't know about respect. That That's the wrong word. It's more like... She doesn't, like, the the idea of me reconnecting with the motherland. It's like you don't know. You don't know what it was like. Like I don't I know. don't know. I exactly. But they are stuck in a 70s and 80s Korea. Their minds. You know what I mean? Like sure, not a lot changes, but a lot changes. A ton has changed. Especially yeah. in Korea, so, in Russia. Not enough has changed. Change. So, like, but this is the thing. A lot has changed as well. So, when I went back in 2010, my husband and I went back because mm-hmm. a friend of ours was doing a fellowship there. He's Russian, Russian speaking, all these things. He had a big fellowship there. We went back because we were doing a motherland trip. And we were going through a major square in Moscow, and there were neo Nazis uh, handing out pamphlets. Uh, because there was a big gastarbeiter movement at that time, 2010. What's that? Uh, guest workers. So they were very anti, it'd be the equivalent immigrants. I- immigrants. And yeah. all of them look Asian. Migrant, Migrant laborers. They all look Asian. Yes. They're from the, yeah. the stands. So Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Right. They look very yeah. Asian. Like right. They look like us, right. except right. if they were huge. Us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like if you look up Uzbeks, they look Asian, except huge 
That's yeah. the difference. Okay. So they were very anti this. But because there are no Jews there, they have no idea what they look like. Mm. So they're trying to give my husband mm. pamphlets. As we're walking through the square, oh, wow. very scared. Terrified. <laughs> like, right? Like, <gasps> terrified. Oh. And they try to push this literature on my husband and my husband is like no 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 you don't know what's happening here they're like oh like friend 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 uh you know all these things like you know do you know what's happening Uh to your country do you know what's happening to your country right he's pushing it aside and our friend that we're visiting looks very georgian he's very it looks like a sephardic jew not interested in giving to him he keeps asking for it. They're refusing to. He keeps asking the for the because yeah, he's trolling. trolling him, and <laughs> this dude is refusing to give him this pamphlet. And that it was in that moment, my because like we talked about it afterwards, like they don't know what Jews even look like because they all left. Mm. Mm. So it. So what are they? This like relationship with Russia is very different. What are they pointing at then? Like what are Asian they? People. And dark skinned, oh. dark skinned people. Just anyone that yeah. looks different now. Yeah. Age but they don't story. know what Jews look like. <laughs> they don't know because they all left. Right. So, in terms of what's happening now, um, that's when my in laws and my husband were like, this is what happens when people don't voice opposition. Because Putin was allowed yeah. in the last 12 years to exert a level of power in this granular way. He just started to chip away, started to chip away at people's freedoms. It's the same shit that we were talking about with Trump. It's a small Mm -hmm. little chips away at freedom of speech, freedom of Mm -hmm. expression. Questioning the press. These small- Running propaganda And no no one's listening. And then all of a sudden, and the thing is, Putin's also murdered people. That's how I mean. He killed off a lot of the oligarchs. Correct. Right? A lot of like the opposition. His, a lot of the way opposition. Up to power. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's he. Yeah, it's bad. It's not that new. It's really, it's really not bad. that new, and we've and been really saying it for a long bad. time. Clearly, they are attacking Ukraine, a sovereign nation. So they. A sovereign nation and they clearly need their ports for oil or something, right? Because this isn't about anything else but resources or money. And maybe a flex on power against NATO. Oh, it's 100% a flex on power. I mean, it's... I found myself... Because I'm also in a home that is being really affected by this. And it's also... Why? Because it's a part of the world that I'm very, I, I follow and know a lot about. Like the Belarusian uh, dictator is a pet interest of mine for many, many years. And the thing is like, okay, as, and this is the thing, people are always talking about, people do not like the fact that Anji Kim is sort of pro-war. <laughs> <laughs> no, people don't like it. I haven't heard that till since. Yeah, till I mean, today. I am. I'm. I've. You've I never am, said I that mean, I am a little pro-war, like because okay. 
You want to exp- and yeah. and this is the reason why. And Peter, you are as well. <laughs> okay, you are as well. You may not unwitting. You may unwittingly be a um not realize this, but like you are also pro pro war because we are part of a nation that is being held together by a thin sliver about I think it's about three miles of a border. Okay. That is being held With together who? by Canada. No, I'm talking about in Korea, like in the inside the DMZ. In, oh, oh, inside oh. the DMZ, in, like we, oh, okay, North yeah, and South. Inside Korea. the okay. DMZ, like the only thing that's making that safe is military intervention. So don't talk to me yeah. about like the importance of the military. Like I come from a place and I, I have family in a place that is being utterly protected by the American industrial military industrial complex it is sucks it's horrible i don't agree with most of the foreign policy of america but i think there can be justifiable war like that's what i mean by i'm pro-war that's not pro-war i'm pro-war in that way that's what i'm saying i'm pro-war that's not a justifiable war means the there there is nothing else left but war that's not pro-war <laughs> pro-war means war first i think there would be some progressives that would disagree yeah there would be okay. some progress yeah agree to disagree i think there would agree be some progressives that would disagree and so <laughs> yeah i wouldn't say i'm pro-war but i understand war that's not that's not me i don't mean that doesn't make me pro-war but yeah, yeah. i get it it's like because it's like, they're irrational, they're irrational bad actors. There's oh, it's always people are driven to power, and uh, you know I, I've said this a hundred times in this podcast. I I've done a thesis yeah. paper on on charisma, charisma, and, uh, the the charisma, <laughs> and its relationship to power, and. My thesis paper was um, a manual called "How to Become a Dictator," and that is it psychotic. Was a... <laughs> <laughs> I never no. told you this. I'll send it to you. I have it on my computer. <laughs> I read it Shut every up. year. No. no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but we did. I took a course in psychology called Charisma and its eff- and its yeah. like efficacy of leadership or whatever. And in it, we looked at a lot of leaders and what, you know, what are the psychological traits and why we follow yeah. leaders as a as a society and why we need leaders, et cetera. And, you know, of course, a lot of, some of it also is um, is misguided leadership or lead, every leader believes they are important. That's the issue. Exactly. You know I mean? So at the end of the day. You know, anyone can become Putin. You just have to have the right stew psychological yeah. profile. And the stew is what I've reported on. I've created yeah. a handbook. <laughs> and Putin does. And Putin and read by it. By the way, Putin read it. A lot of it. A lot of it is early childhood trauma. Almost every single one. I mean, and this is why we need to heal. 
<laughs> Stop judging, folks. <laughs> Speaking of not judging, let me talk about what happened. <laughs> I um, <laughs> there is a writer. I'm sorry. That's just. <laughs> Best pivot. There's a <laughs> pivot. Any French yeah. fans? I um, I've been noticing mm-hmm. lately at work. I'm in a I'm in a room, a writer's room where we zoom in, and I'm staring at this screen all day. And this tiny portion of the screen is like each person. There's like sure. people or whatever. So like. I'm looking at these like collection of squares or rectangles throughout the day. And um one of them I find I am finding myself very attracted <gasps> to. <laughs> but not I am not physically attracted to. What does that mean? Let yeah. me take you through it. So physically, I'm not going to say who it is or really many details, but physically he is not someone I would usually like, you know, check out or glance at or whatever. It's, you know, and not to say he's not an attractive person. He's fine. You know, it's just like, it's not someone I would look at. Why? Because it's not like, He, there's nothing, he's not, he's not like my type, I guess, you know, build wise, face wise, whatever. Right. All of it, hair wise, all of it. But there's something about how funny he is. Like nothing about the aesthetics. It's just about talent and and intellect. Just by talent. Talent. Yes. Talent. Yes. But more so the specific twist of this person. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been attracted to a twist? Yeah, Peter, that's called the personality. (laughs) 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 But but I get that. I get that. You're attracted to their personality. personality. But it's making me want them like sexual you know what i mean like it's like turning on yeah, that that's love is blind at the same time yeah well it's not i know what he looks like it's not love is blind i know love what he in looks spite like of blind yeah <laughs> but like outside of work i would never like there would never be outside? that yeah. like feeling of like ooh, something like that you know like where it's just kind of like, are you getting oh, loin what? pulls <gasps> yeah, loin pulls. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Just off a of personality. But it. Not even. <laughs> it's not even personality. It's the. Like, their point of view on their humor. Like their joke filter. So it's like their competence at their job. Uh, yeah, but it, it's not every. A lot of people are competent at their jobs. In my room, everyone is. You know what I mean? But this person's competent in a way that I that that like tickles yeah. my taint a little bit. <laughs> I just got I just got Have yeah, I got shivers just thinking about it. 
근데 like if we were like having coffee together there'd be no sparks or anything like it, it, in this 그, kind 아니, of like 진심이야? contained 진심이야? environment like, 진심 like it's like I'm, I'm feeling pulls and I've this has never happened before like in a in a in a non like oh you're hot way you've never been attracted to someone just by their personality sure by their personality but like not how i guess it is personality that's what it is honey what are you talking about <laughs> you're literally talking about someone's but personality it's just joke it's just but okay if you only heard someone pitch jokes yeah that's their personality would you that's their personality okay Listen, yeah well, i guess that's it are you are you saying that it's not yeah. I don't know. I, I I think there's more to personality than how you pitch a joke. Uh, no, it's a, no. I think it's it, an amalgam of many wait, things. This is what I'm saying. Is it, there is there's a distinct difference between the jokes they pitch and how they pitch a joke. Oh well. Iyagasa, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, it's both for Could've me. Gotten, that's like the, that, that, it's that's, both up. That's personality. The how, the is, how the is the personality. The jokes they pitch is but one. Because the, there's plenty of people but, I don't like the how they pitch it or what even their personality is. But the joke they write, yeah. funny, not yeah. funny. And it's like, oh, yeah. man. And there's with that, there's a begrudging respect. <laughs> but if you like yeah. how and the joke. I think the way he jokes makes me laugh the most, and there and no one else laughs. Kind of good, good personality. Like, yeah, yeah, that's personality. Okay, that's what it is. Like he makes me laugh. Yeah. So hard, but like no one else is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> then you're on a date, and I then feel stupid. <laughs> I know, like that's what I'm. Kronika, because of that experience of me and us two only getting it it feels it's intimate, intimate i was in just a, about to say like, that in a psychological yeah. way and this is not something i've ever experienced before not in a like not from this kind of like i've literally met him once you know what i mean like usually that comes from like hanging out and blah blah and like whatever but like to have this in a very structured technological Remote, remote, categorically remote displaced yeah. and removed way. It's truly, it's fascinating because the groin pull is real, and that's all I know about being alive. That's how I know I'm alive because that pull no, happens. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, the loin pull is. It's how. It's, it's the, the thing. thing. It's the now. It's like. It, it, everything else can be a hallucination, but the loin pull is not. Because you, because you know, listeners, like, when I said loin pull, all of you knew yeah. immediately. All of you what knew the fuck what I was talking yes. about. Not a yes. term you had ever been familiar with before, but you knew exactly. A bing bong near yes. your bing dong. You know what I'm talking about. It's That's like a what weird, it is. It's the bing. Bong. And it's like the reason why, like at a bar, you're compelled to talk to somebody. It's the reason uh -huh. why at any yeah. place you're. Your insides feel warm. mixed up. It's warm. like something's happening. Yeah, like what? Yeah, there's a Tingle. there's a there's a yeah there's a tiny like um, universe forming almost. You know, it's like a big bang yes. of sorts because 
the possibility of these two people are now. It's a tingle in your dingle. Creating yes. a home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, you're right. Because the universe that you're describing is the life that you might create together. Like it's yeah. the idea, like yeah. all this stuff like compels you. Cause there's, even with the loin pill, it's yeah. not purely sexual. I'm saying, I'm telling you, like, I don't ever like <gasps> think I want to have sex with Are you about to have person. an emotional affair? Like, is that what that Honey. is? The loin pull? Well, like when it's Plus removed like this. When it's, can I tell you how, okay. I'm a, you, you and I are about to turn 40. Stop. Okay, can we talk? I, let me just say this right here, right now. Uh huh. A lot of uh, marriages I know, right? Because mm -hmm. at this point, we know friends that are on a second marriage. Third and fourth, yeah, you got it. So a lot of the time, the description of that experience is a loin pull towards something. And it's an emotional affair. It's rarely physical. It's not at all. I'm just saying that, like, I know about a lot of iPads yeah. that got synced to the wrong phone. <laughs> what? What does that, that like, mean? It's not about them actually meeting up, but it's about this, like, long mm. litany. This, like, litany of, like... Mm flirtation and emotional affair where like all of a sudden you're not yes you're not invested in this thing anymore you're invested in something else and that's what happens when you fall in love i don't think i don't think that's that's i don't think that's the case for me i think it's more a like a flirtation at best because i'm not spending more time than work okay so then what you're you know talking what I mean? about is like, something that's fun it's just like a, a weird attraction that I've never, You've never experienced, experienced this with, some, with someone that I don't find physically attractive. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Am I just less? No, I think that's just like very, <laughs> I don't know. Telling. It's very telling. Yeah. Anyway, this is going on and it's, it's, it's. Good thing this ends. Like, <laughs> I don't think this can happen more and more. Not during summertime. Not once you start yeah. like playing pickleball all no, the time. No, honey. It starts getting hot. <laughs> no. Not Ugh. when you're playing pickleball all the time. No, we can't. <gasps> You'd be too hot. It'd be <laughs> irresistible. Of, have to get going. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to be right back with our final song. <laughs> Okay, folks, we're back with Igo. Oh, yeah. No, what is that? Igo. Igo. The moments of the week that we feel like uh, were disappointments yes. to ourselves. I had an Igo moment. What was your Igo moment? I um, I haven't done this in a long time, but I took an Uber out and went to a bar outdoors for a friend's Ooh. birthday, and we, I got drunk. <gasps> I've gotten drunk in so long. Outdoors, people, we, a lot of people were there. It was a reunion of sorts of my, um, a cast that I worked with for this, the my CBS showcase, um, cast. A lot it's of us exciting. got together, and it was the first time yeah. seeing each other for a while. It was so it's exciting. Fun. 
and and fun and i i was in a good mood so i put my credit card down and i was like whatever yeah. you have, have tab open and then one thing led to another and it just it became a very expensive <laughs> night because <laughs> when i i'm rarely drunk but when i'm drunk i am like i'm buying everything yeah i'm like one of those people who like spend as a way to like give and you know what i mean that of course you know what i mean that's yes. how you are <laughs> i'm literally looking at you like what are you talking about yeah it's, it's our my love, love language, language. yeah we love to give. i want to yeah. have a good time with you we're having chats yeah we're doing this. let it flow we're yes. not talking yeah we're not yes. worrying about anything we're just gonna fucking yes. access it up and have it's always a bacchanal if i'm going out a it is, it's a complete di- a dionysian <laughs> affair <laughs> i'm a little pan i'm but a of pan. course i look at the credit card bill and i'm like <gasps> Did I need to spend this much it money? Got, yeah. It got rough. It got rough. But um, it's okay. Money is something you make to spend. And it was a, a wonderful night. And um, <laughs> I'm just going to next time pay with cash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love to hear this. Um, this yeah. week for me personally, uh, how I disappointed myself was okay this is a through line um i didn't advocate for myself inside of a psychiatry session um oh this is the thing um all of you guys and all the listeners have uh heard and know about my personal journey to through like ketamine and all this stuff like it's a it's a bonafide thing um and kim is really trying to get out of her depression in a hard way mm-hmm. hard way and yeah. In a, in a real, real way. way. And um, the psychiatrist, I don't know. I just didn't. It's very easy. And if anyone is in therapy to be, you know this, like it's very easy to be kind of like rolled over by a diagnosis mm. and by an mm-hmm. agenda um, by your provider. Right. Like, oh, you mean this or you, do you mean this? Isn't this sign of an issue? Or doesn't this make sense? Oh. Have you ever thought about this? That runs contrary to what you actually want or are feeling. And okay. uh, it happened to me recently. And it was one of those things where I allowed myself to be rolled over and talked over and felt over. Mm. Like, I think that there are so many times when you are someone that feels like mentally unwell where people in power may know, quote unquote, may know better, even though it runs contrary to how you feel. And I felt okay. really subjected to that. And I just was. You felt a misdiagnosed. I felt not diagnosed at all. <laughs> like, oh. it was just like. Okay. Mm, you, you were looking no, for No, I was one? just like talking and it was very much, very clear uh-huh. that there was an agenda and a thing that he was pushing uh, forward. And I was like... Like drugs, a certain no, drug I or something? No, I think it was very clearly about trauma. And he was like... Okay. Well, wasn't this an issue or your parents did this? And at one point I was kind of at the end of it before we got off the call, I just looked at him and I was like, that's not an issue my parents were mean to me. I kind of looked at him and was like, do you mean that my parents beat me and did this? And I started to laugh and I said, that's not really a big deal to me. Everyone that looks like me kind of went through it. And 
And he was like, well, and this is the re- the value of having an Asian mental health professional because they don't fetishize your trauma or think that somehow they understand it better or di- or try mm-hmm. to maximize it because you they mm-hmm. think you're trying to minimize it. Right, right, right. And I'm not denying the fact that I went through trauma <laughs> or anything, but it was just like, I'm 40. I've been living outside of my parents' house longer than I have been in it. So I kind of dealt with a majority of it. I mean, I'm also not someone that like didn't go through therapy. Like I've been through therapy. I've done this. Like I was going through it while I was living there. Hmm. It was a wild conversation to have with a white male that was trying Hmm. to convince me of my trauma. Hmm. He was trying to white splay my trauma. Your your Korean and trauma I was saying, to you. No. No, thank no you. No thanks. But okay. at the end of the day, I didn't advocate for myself hard enough and then I left feeling mm. raw. And oh, so then I had yeah. to go circle back that and then sucks. write this fucking crazy fucking email that made me feel crazier yeah. as opposed to just in the moment being like, hey, no, this is not an issue. This is not the thing. Yeah. Which would have felt yeah, way yeah. less crazy than having to craft a crazy email being like <laughs> i'm sorry but that's the thing is like in that because you're I'm spinning. spinning so inside of that moment yeah. if i had simply been like yeah. hey time out. time out i understand like as a white male you think this is all yeah. crazy yeah. you think the fact that my parents hit me is traumatic and i'm telling you yeah. kind of it's an it's an asterisk yeah like it's like wouldn't it have been nice to not have been beat i understand you mr white man psychiatrist the the most devastating thing this is like it's like that show that they try to do on abc the slap like one kid at a birthday party got slapped and they were like (gasps) is that like to you this is the meanwhile all of us got I'll slapped t- all the time at every this single party. This is what I party. mean. It's like, to you, this feels like the most <laughs> devastating, most important, traumatic thing that could have ever happened to you. Right. And for me, right. I've got a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> like, uh, like, let's let's go. go. Like, you're not even hitting the correct <laughs> trauma point. And then you spin out and do the email. The email tough. is tough. <laughs> I go. <laughs> So, I mean, that was like one of those things yeah. where like, I just have to, one, advocate for myself harder. And this is the thing is like, if harder. you're an Asian American person living in a place that is very white and you're looking for mental health help, seeking that, you have to advocate for yourself in this way and set it up so that you're like, if yeah. you are experiencing trauma from it, God sakes, go for it. For me personally, there's other shit happening. <laughs> like, this ain't the shit. It doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, my mom yelled at me a lot. Like, my mom called me during my therapy session seven times. <laughs> you know, she wasn't too, That's much. too much. And then at a certain She has to cut it at six. And so I, that. like, answered it because just knowing she wasn't going to stop. And she just started to scream. And my therapist was on the call because I put it on speaker. And I was just like, you just got to hear this. Like, I just need you to know what's happening. Because, like, I'm taking this call. I'm taking this call, and I need you to know why I'm taking this call. So, my, like, my mom, you know, she's doing her thing. 
like immediately like wasn't shaky guy like where i'm like you know what i mean like right away into shaky <gasps> oh my god no not insta shaky that's, that's too much she's insta shaky and that's fine because no. i had not picked up after the so she's like getting pissed yeah and right. my therapist was like her eyes were so like you know what i mean like what we make fun of white people with the mm-hmm. round eyes Shocked. her eyes were so wide and i was like laughing and all the stuff and i was just like you know whatever and i i finally my mom finishes kind of there's some breath that she takes and i go oh my therapy on asa therapy like therapy on asa and she goes therapy therapy i'm a witch on a bucket like she just like went off again <laughs> wow you know what you can't win anyway and- <laughs> you can't win that's the moral of your story uh- is that you have to and stop my therapist looks at me win. and she's just like so that was that and i was like was that so what did mm-hmm. that feel like to you and she's like so let me i i, I just i was like yeah but I, I and i looked at her i was like it's not a big deal like that's the conversations that i have with her it's not a big deal like that's like the nature of our relationship like if i answer in the first i get some much more calm like, i was trying to explain to her and then as I was explaining to her, I was like looking at the minutes passing by on the clock. I'm just like, that's $20, $20, $20. To just to give her the background on some shit that if I had an Asian yeah. therapist, she'd just been like, that's cool. Let's go. Yeah, you need to find yourself an I'm just saying. therapist. If anyone out there knows an Asian therapist, please send them our way. We're looking for... I have a... Um, I have a, a queer Latinx therapist, which is close enough Basically for now. Basically the same. Really, he's Basically great. the same. Yeah. It's great. He's great. The yelling is the same. <laughs> all right. Yeah, exactly. The moms are the same. The crazy moms. It's all the same. We have, you know, but the immigrant experience is, is truly like, especially this bridge yes. generation. It, it's important for us to find that. So the hunt is on, especially the ones that take insurance. <laughs> you see, you out here, get at us. <laughs> it has to be California too because it's state by state. Um, so Illinois, California, send us your recs. We are desperate. <laughs> and with that, we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>